Weekday evenings on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot. It's 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood. Host Daryl Wood brings you the day's news and trending topics as only he can with a unique blend of conservative opinion, constitutionalism, and thought-provoking analysis. Join the conversation. 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood. A daily look at the news in a way you won't hear anywhere else. Tune in to 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot. Or stream at PatriotDetroit.com. You are in in what part of the country? Southwest Colorado. Wonderful. How are you picking us up? Oh, I stream you guys on my uh, iPhone every day. Fantastic. Um, I am a resident of Sterling Heights, but uh, I frequently come to Southwest Colorado. I am just thrilled to be hearing from you out there in Colorado. Continue to listen, tune in again, and call at your earliest convenience. Godspeed. Run to Win with Daryl Wood, Monday through Friday at 4 p.m. on Faith Talk Detroit. The following program is sponsored by Bible Boot Camp Ministries. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Henry Moss, welcome to another Bible Talk program. I am not on by myself. That's right, you guessed it, Mr. Smith is here. And so we're going to turn uh, it over to him, okay, uh, and let him enlighten us with some biblical truth right now. How are you doing, Mr. Smith? I'm doing very well, Pastor Moss, and thank you so much for the opportunity to share God's Word with your audience. Well, it's so glad to have you uh, to share uh, all of the uh, information that you give us uh, concerning a a very important issue. Uh, Could not be anything more important, actually, than hermeneutics, how to interpret the Bible. So uh, we thank you for it, and what have you got for us today? Well, we want to mention that a Bible study resource that I took quite a few years from 2010 until 2016, working every day, morning, afternoon, and evening to produce, it's called the Ultimate Cross-Reference Treasury, is currently on sale. So there may be some people who have not gotten it yet that are in the audience. It's a a digital resource. It works with the ESORD Bible program. And the way to get it is to go to the site estudysource.com. I'll double-check that. I'm sure that's what it is. Yep, estudiesource.com. And uh-huh. I got a email from them yesterday saying <clears throat> the best commentary on the Bible is the Bible. Yeah, they that's saved right. 20% on the ultimate cross-reference treasury, the most complete collection of Bible cross-references ever published. An e-study source exclusive, one week only. Use the coupon code UT20. 
U like in Utah, T like in tragedy, 20. Expires on midnight, Central Standard Time, September the 8th, 2021. So that's the time they have to get it? Yes, at the, at the discounted price. If they enter that coupon, UT20, they'll receive a 20% discount off the regular $30 price. Well, I'm telling you, that is very, very important to have uh, uh, in uh, people's library. It really is. Now, now, let me ask you a question. That wasn't what you were working on the time I visited you. Remember when I came in and you had everything spread on the table and you were working your head off with all these uh, papers and documents? Was that what you were working on then? Yes, that's the forerunner of the ultimate cross-reference treasury that was called the New Treasury of Scripture Knowledge. Okay, wow. And that is a revision of a 19th century work called The Treasury of Scripture Knowledge. And many people might be familiar with that. They think it was written by R.A. Torrey, but he had nothing to do with the content. He just wrote a nice introduction to the oh. volume that is available. And that resource is also still in print. And... Okay. If you get the free eSword Bible software, it comes with the King James Version free, and it comes with the Treasury of Scripture Knowledge, the original treasury I'm talking about, free as part of the program. Then if you have my work, the Ultimate Cross-Reference Treasury, it gives you far more complete cross-references to the Bible than is found in the original work. That took wow. a lot of study on my part over more than 50 years to, to produce it. I'll well, read you I... a comment by somebody who gave it a five-star writing. They said, this is a great add-on. They mean an add-on to the eSword program. Worth oh, yeah. every cent. Far oh, yeah. richer than the Treasury of Scripture knowledge cross-references, which I have used for years and have often grieved how much was missing. The UCRT cross-references highlights more words and makes richer connections across the scriptures. Highly recommended. And that was a comment submitted by Stephen Kingsley of Craigmont, Idaho. Another one, by far the most thorough cross-reference system I have seen. I couldn't be happier with this product. The scriptures come alive as the Bible becomes its own commentary. Dave wow. Roberts from Frederick, Maryland, wrote that in. And the last one I'll share references, reinforces my belief that the greatest commentary of the Bible is the Bible itself. That's right. It has given me information and references to other verses that have profound insight on the verse I am reading. Surely the ultimate cross-reference treasury has lived up to its name as the ultimate cross-reference. I highly wow. recommend to all users. I'm glad and blessed I decided to purchase it from Rod, from person named Rodolfo Saboteur from Singapore. So it's used all over the world as well as all over this country. Well, that's great. That is fantastic. The only thing, though, uh, 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 Mr. Smith, nothing you can do to help me with it now, but when I was over there, Okay, over at your place where you were working on all that. And I saw all these papers everywhere, okay, books everywhere. Why didn't you ask me to help you at all? 
Was that well, excellent? I did have some <laughs> students help me, believe it or not. You may have known Michael Martin. At least he was in the Bible Discussion Club about uh-huh. the time that you were there or else the following semester. And he worked through the whole book of Second uh, Timothy for me to see if he could find any printing errors, and he did, and it helped me greatly to to know what to correct when I got to Second Timothy. <laughs> well, well, all I am now is jealous that he helped you and I didn't, so I'm hurt. <laughs> <laughs> well, you've always been an inspiration, Pastor Moss. I'll have to say something that your audience needs to know, and that is, one way to help other people grow spiritually is to share books with them. And I remember sharing books with Pastor Emery Moss when he was just a teenager. I know I, I let him have access to a book called The Testimony of the Evangelist by Simon Greenleaf. Yeah. And I let you have access to a book called, uh, and I have it right here. Let me pull it off the shelf, so to speak called A Lawyer Examines the Bible oh, by Erwin H. Winton. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, that, that was a great read, a great read. Okay. It's still a most valuable resource and many other books, but that's how you help teenagers and other, even younger students, if they're good readers, to get grounded in God's Word, share with them some of the best books that are available in apologetics and hermeneutics and various other aspects of the Christian life. Yeah, yeah. Well, thank you very much for that uh, that background. And uh, it looks like you're going to take us into a, a, a hermeneutics lesson today. What have, you, what have you got for us? Well, <clears throat> at the end of the program, last time I mentioned we would take a look at the subject of how to receive divine guidance yes. for daily living. And the verse that I would like to start with on that subject <clears throat> is found in Psalm 32, verse 8. And that reads in the King James Version, I will instruct thee and teach thee in the way which thou shalt go. Uh-huh. I will guide thee with mine eye. Now, Some weeks or even months ago now, Pastor Moss, we were talking about hermeneutics and the fact that you have to be aware of the figures of speech in the Bible. Right. And there's an interesting figure of speech right here in Psalm 32, 8. Notice, and I'll emphasize the words and you'll catch it. I will instruct thee and teach thee in the way which thou shalt go. I will guide thee with mine eye. You hear those three words, instruct, teach, Guide. Uh-huh, well, uh-huh. And, and that's a figure of speech called, if I can say it, anabasis. And what it means is it's a gradual ascent. It's an increase of emphasis or sense in successive sentences. And you find that especially in Psalm 1-1. Let me read you that one. Okay. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. So you see those that progression, walketh, standeth, sitteth. Mm. And, and that figure is found all over the place, but those are two examples of it. But we find it here in Psalm 32, 8. 
But notice the promise what he says. I will instruct thee and teach thee in the way which thou shalt go. I will guide thee with mine eye. Now, if you had access to the ultimate cross-reference treasury that I have open on my computer right now in front of me, there are many cross-references to each word and phrase in the verse. But I would like to call attention to the part that says, I will guide thee. There's a reference that's given to Psalm 23.3. Now, a great many people are familiar with the 23rd Psalm, and you'll recognize these words. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. And in the ultimate cross-reference treasury, as well as in the new treasury, I put symbols in front of the references to indicate which ones are clearest. I used an asterisk to show that. If it was especially clear and very, very important, I put two asterisks. And if that's where a lot of cross-references were gathered on the subject, I put a plus sign and two asterisks, which is what is given for Psalm 23.3. So Uh that means if you're studying the subject of guidance, after you've looked up the cross-references given here, you would best find help to go to Psalm 23.3 to find some more. Wow, wow. So I'm going to just go to Psalm 23.3 and show you what we find there. Okay. Now, Psalm 23 is a very amazing chapter. Not only is it familiar as it well ought to be, but there is so much truth in every verse from the first verse to the last, and it's not very long. Yeah, this is a good. This is a very good psalm. Yeah. In in verse three, where it says, "He restoreth," I put the comment. For he is Jehovah Raphaqa, and will graciously heal or bring back from wandering. Hmm. That's the comment that I took from an interesting commentator by the name of the last name of K K A Y. Then where it says he leadeth, that's the one that deals with the guidance. Uh-huh. And there I've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, about nine full lines practically of cross-references across the computer screen for cross-references. Far too many to be able to read on this program or we would be here for the whole hour and maybe the next one too. (laughs) (laughs) But what I want to mention to the audience and to you is that Because I put signs across all those references, when I don't have time to cover them all, I know which ones to zero in on. Like if I'm teaching Sunday school, if I had that whole big block of references without any symbols to tell me which ones are the clearest or which ones are the most important or which ones have explanatory notes associated with them, I'd really be stuck. Well, I'm telling you something, Mr. Smith, when I look at it, I can see what a benefit this is uh, for teachers and especially students because 
you can get, I mean, a whole series of lessons uh, here in Psalm uh, uh, 23, uh, talking about how to shepherd, how to guide, and I mean, goodness, I mean, then it extends to, to other verses, and so it's amazing that uh, a person would t- could teach the Bible pretty much using just the Bible itself as it helps to explain itself as you go through all these scriptures. Yeah, there was a pastor in Africa <clears throat> that was the president of a college there, and he said that all anyone needed to start a church or do missionary work or teach Sunday school or whatever was a copy of the New Treasury of Scripture Knowledge <laughs> wow. and a Bible. Uh-huh. And that's quite something for him to have said that. I agree with it. I agree with it because with the treasury that I have, uh, you, you you know you look there and you get not just a, a verse you get lessons I mean lessons uh, totally based with some commentary but mostly based just on letting scripture interpret scripture. Yep, that's what it mostly does. I will say that I have put commentary in in quite a few places, uh-huh. and now and again I get informed that some people got upset about that. Well, what they need to realize is that when I was in high school and college, I was a debater. And while working, serving on debate teams, I had to learn how to explore each aspect of a subject of the debate and be able to prepare to defend whichever side that I was told that I was going to take on on that particular debate team's uh, session. So Uh I had to know the defense of each side thoroughly. And so I have placed that kind of information in the new treasury. Now, people get all worked up because they see where I've defended one side, and they don't look at the symbols and the cross-references and see the contrast sign to find the other side where the other side is defended. So (laughs) if you would... Yeah, I agree with you. People have to realize that if you're really doing theological work, right, you don't want to be biased. You want to be open to all views. Now, you may choose one over the other, but you've got to put all the evidence on the table. Yeah, and you've got to present each side fairly. Uh, that's exactly. what I've tried to do. <laughs> well, all right. You. In this set of references, though, about he leadeth me and so forth, in the paths of righteousness for his namesake, uh-huh. it takes you to a passage in 1 Kings 13.9. But I studied it over this afternoon and this evening, and I decided to do it a little differently and go to 1 Kings chapter 12, verse 7, because I have a note there about it, too. See if I can get there. It'll take me a little bit to push the right buttons and get to the right verses on a computer. Okay, I'm there. Now, there's a story here about the king Rehoboam consulted with the old men that stood before Solomon, his father, while he yet lived and said, how do you advise that I may answer this people? Now, verse 7, and they spake unto him, saying, if thou wilt be a servant unto this people this day and wilt serve them and answer them and speak good words to them, then they will be thy servants forever. But verse 8 tells you that that's not what he did. 
It says, but he forsook the counsel of the old men, which they had given him, and consulted with the young men that were grown up with him, and which stood before him. And he said unto them, What counsel give ye that we may answer this people who have spoken to me, saying, Make the yoke which thy father did put upon us lighter. And the young men that were grown up with him spake unto him, saying, Thus shalt thou speak unto this people that spake unto thee, saying, Thy father made our yoke heavy, but make thou it lighter unto us. Thus shalt thou say unto them, My little finger shall be thicker than thy father's loins. In other words, we're really going to bear down on you worse than what you've ever had. Uh And ultimately that led to the breaking up of the kingdom so that it became a divided kingdom. That's right. Yep. Yep. And that messed things up for a long time to come. Now, (laughs) I have a note on 1 Kings 12, 7, where I say, Scripture furnishes a number of suggestions for sources of wise counsel. And that's why this ties into the subject of divine guidance. Uh The first source of wise counsel is the Lord, Proverbs 16, 9. A man's heart deviseth his way, but the Lord directeth his steps. The second source that I have on my list is God's written word. Of course, that's the Bible. And in Psalm 119.05 is the reference to that. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Love that reference. Love it. It's a very important one. Now, the third source of wise counsel is pastors and elders. Hebrews 13.7, Remember them which have the rule over you, who has spoken unto you the word of God, whose faith follow, considering the end of their conversation. Then chapter 13, verse 17 of Hebrews, Obey them that have the rule over you, and submit yourselves, for they watch for your souls, as they that must give account, that they may do it with joy, and not with grief, for that is unprofitable for you. Wow, so there's a lot of guidance here that... uh, uh uh, in that particular uh, subject that you started, all over the Bible. Yeah, and it, it goes on for quite a few things. I'll give you the next one, keeping an eye on the clock. The fourth source of wise counsel is mature men. You find that in First Kings twelve seven, which we just read. And they yeah. spake unto him, saying, If thou wilt be a servant unto this people to this day, and wilt serve them, and answer them, and speak good words to them, then they will be thy servants forever. <clears throat> but that's what Rehoboam decided not to do. The that is for leaders. That's what leaders should do, though, right? Is uh, They've got to humble themselves before they lead. That's right. Even Jesus emphasized that. You remember in Matthew chapter 20, I think it is. <clears throat> Parents is another source, the fifth one. Colossians 3.20, Children, obey your parents in all things, for this is well-pleasing unto the Lord. And here's a surprising one, Pastor Moss, wise women. (laughs) That's the sixth source of wise counsel, and the scripture reference for that is 2 Samuel 20, verse 16, which reads, 
Then cried a wise woman out of the city, Hear, hear, say I pray you unto Joab, come near hither that I may speak with thee. Now, I will say that if you're really studying deeply into these things, and one of these strikes you as especially significant, all you need to do is go to that verse and check the cross-references and any notes that might be there to dig deeper into that. Now, well, seventh, I'm sorry. The seventh one is wife. First Samuel 19.11. Uh-huh. Saul also sent messengers unto David's house to watch him and to slay him in the morning. And Pastor Moss, you got to help me out on this one. How is that lady's name pronounced? It's spelled M-I-C-H-A-L. I think it's Michael, but I, I don't know. I'm with you. <laughs> All right. However it's pronounced, David's wife told him, saying, If thou save not thy life tonight, tomorrow thou shalt be slain. Wow. And, and a very interesting one. We'll close on this one, I suspect, with the clock catching up to us shortly. Servants or employees in Second Kings 5.13. And his servants came near and spake unto him and said, My father, if the prophet had bid thee do some great thing, wouldst thou not have done it? How much more rather than when he saith to thee, Wash and be clean. And you remember that was the king, that, or at least the leader, that had come to be healed of his leprosy, I think it was. Uh-huh. And he was told to go dip himself, what, seven times in in the river, and he objected. Yeah. He says, we got better rivers where I came from. Why should I have to do something like this? All right. Well, Mr. Smith, we got to close right there. I mean, you got to go on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, but pick right up where you left off that. But it's fascinating. What you demonstrate is we really, people can write uh, a, a real good Christian living stuff using just letting Scripture interpret Scripture. That's uh, right. Wow, that is a powerful, a powerful thing to know, just letting the Bible alone be your source. All right, well, Mr. Smith, uh, I almost cheated because I was so excited what you said. We're going to let you go, uh, but we'll be back. God bless you, and thank you very much. Thank you, Pastor Moss. All right, we're going to take a break, and we'll be right back. Diabetes, high blood pressure, anxiety meds, everyone's on them. If you're a 50-year-old male, maybe a bit porky, and you may even have type 2 diabetes, a million dollars of term insurance may only cost you about 200 bucks a month. Call Term Provider. Speak with Big Lou at 800-555-2085. Big Lou will find a term life policy for you even if you have type 2 diabetes, are overweight, or have high blood pressure. Term Provider has helped thousands of people like you who think they can't afford term life insurance. To buy a million dollars of affordable term life for you, all you need to do is call Big Lou at 800-555-2085. Lou will make sure the scales are tipped in your favor. Call 
855-2085. Big Lou will answer your call and work to fit you into a term life policy that you can afford. Remember, Big Lou's like you. He's on meds, too. Call 800-555-2085. 800-555-2085. For over 100 years, A.J. Desmond & Sons Funeral Directors has been Metro Detroit's trusted choice for top-quality funeral service. Our funeral directors and associates do more than take orders. They lead with a guiding hand where needed and create real relationships with families. Each service we provide is completely unique and personalized with details from the life of your loved one, honoring them the way they deserve and providing a memorable healing experience for family and friends. Contact us or visit AJDesmond.com today to learn how we can help. Putts, pars, and pastors. Tee it up at the 2021 Pastors Masters with WLQV, FM 92.7, and AM 1500 Faith Talk Detroit. Registration is open for this year's tournament Monday, September 13th at the West Wind Golf Club in Oakland Township. The cost is $20 for 18 holes and includes continental breakfast, lunch, prizes, and fellowship. Reserve your spot by logging on to faithtalkdetroit.com. Sign up yourself, a group, or gift the round to a pastor. Visit faithtalkdetroit.com for more Pastors Masters information. Download the free Radio.com app at the Apple Store or Google Play to listen to WLQV, FM 92.7, and AM 1500 Faith Talk Detroit. Anytime, anywhere, hear the very best in local and national Bible teachings and preaching from ministry leaders across the Motor City and around the country. Discover engaging faith-based programs, inspiring sermons, Christian talk, and local sports on WLQV, FM 92.7, and AM 1500. Stream Faith Talk Detroit live on Radio.com today. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578. We're on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emory Moss. We've got Gary on the line. How you doing, Gary? Uh, yes, Pastor Moss. Hope you enjoyed your weekend. Yeah, good, sure to hear, uh, Minister Sm- good, good to hear Minister Smith, but I'm confused about some things. I hope that next time you would ask him about Second Peter 1, 8 through 10, and the second chapter, 20 through 23, very important. Uh, I'd like to read that and ask you about that. Number one, um, there's a lot of churches uh, like the uh, Pentecostal Assembly of the World, uh, Assembly of God, Church, Church of God, Kojic, and all abstract oneness churches believe that you can lose your salvation. And I'd like to show uh, today, if you saw in Second Peter, and ask Pastor Smith about this. So I... First Peter, I mean, Second Peter 1, 8 to 10, it says, For if these things be in you and abound, they make you that you shall neither be barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. But he that lacketh these things is blind and cannot see afar off, and hath forgotten that he was purged from his old sins. Wherefore, the rather brethren give diligence to make you calling and election sure, for if you do these things, you shall never fall. Okay, in that passage, it says these people were already purged. So if they were purged, weren't their sins taken away? Yeah, that's what it indicates, right? That he was purged from his old sins. Yep. And wherefore, the rather brethren, give diligence to make your calling and election sure. For if you do these things, you shall never fail. Yep. He's talking about people who, uh, in other words, if you are elect, you better act like it. 
Now, I went to Peter 20 and 21. Uh-huh. It says, uh, For if they have escaped the pollutions of the world through the knowledge of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, they are again entangled therein and overcome. The latter end is worse for them than in the beginning. So it says they overcame, and then they got entangled again. For it had been better for them not to have known the way of righteousness, that after they have known it, to turn from the holy commandments delivered unto them. But it happened, you read this scripture, unto them according to the, the true proverb, the dog has turned his own vomit again, and the sow was washed or, or wallowing in the mire. So what this is, there's people can I've, I have family members and others who used to live for the Lord. They had the Holy Ghost or were baptized. They lived for the Lord faithfully for over 10 years. And then they stopped living for the Lord. So these people are questionable. Like you say, did they ever uh, get saved? I believe they did get saved, but the, a person can... Uh, uh, that's what I want to ask you, uh, Pastor Smith, or Minister Smith. Can a person come to the Lord? I thought he said last week, they can come to knowledge of truth, they can receive it, they can get and live for the Lord, and then stop living for the Lord. I know people and family members and others, even ministers, that used to live for the Lord and preached powerfully in the Word of God, but they stopped living for God. So that's a well, choice, okay. right? Is that right, Pastor Mark? Ask that to Mr. Smith, but how do you know they were really saved? It said that, that their sins were taken away. They were purged of their sins. So that meant for it to be purged and your sins taken away, you had to be saved at one time. Only the blood of Jesus can take away your sins, right? Is it possible for someone to be uh, in the church thinking they're uh, purged from their sins and they're not? I know there's people that are in our churches that they, they're pretenders. Uh, they pray, they sing, they, they clap their hands, they worship God, but they don't live it. They don't live the life. Jesus yeah, said, but if you love me, you'll keep my The only person who really knows that, though, actually, dear, if we're honest, would be them, right? Second Corinthians. I don't know if you ever talked to Pastor Bill or Pastor Bogle, but they also believe you could lose your salvation. Did you ever talk with them? uh, Well, here's the thing. I work with Pastor Bogle. I'm sure you know him. You've listened to me for quite a while, over like 11 years. And all I'm saying... I don't know how long you were... How long were you with him? Many years. Uh, Like I said, about 11 or more years. But But let's go into the theology of it. First of all, to me, it's yeah. not an essential doctrine whether you uh, believe you can lose your salvation or whether you don't. The bottom line is, keep what you got. That's my only position. Now, I happen to well, believe... I live it. Would you you let have me to finish? live it, though. I mean, you have to love God with all your heart, your soul, and strength, right? i got to tell you something. I don't interrupt you no. when you talk. Don't interrupt me. Okay? Now, we've had this a lot, and you have a habit of just, you, that, that's kind of disrespectful. I'm trying to, you know, I let you talk and say your thing. Now, I give okay. my response to it. That's all. Okay? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Like I, yes, sir. I don't debate this with anyone, because if you think you can lose your salvation, all I say to you is keep it. I have to believe in eternal right. security, but what is written to the whole church. In fact, what I'll do is take a break and come back, because i got to take a break and get right back. All right, we'll be right back. Okay.
Westside Christian Academy in Detroit is now enrolling for fall 2021. Westside Christian Academy offers a strong academic curriculum and a firm Christian perspective for life. From pre-K to 8th grade, Westside Christian Academy students receive a high-quality, Christ-centered education at an affordable tuition rate. Westside Christian Academy provides a family-friendly environment and small class sizes. Graduates of WCA have gone on to the best high schools in Metro Detroit and colleges worldwide. The alumni roll call comprises pastors, teachers, ministry workers, and people who work in every sector of life. Set your child up for success by enrolling them in the 2021 school year at Westside Christian Academy, where Jesus and education are offered daily. Enrollment for the 2021-2022 school year at Westside Christian Academy is now open. Contact the admissions office at 313-255-5760 or visit westsideca.org for more information. With 34 locations throughout Michigan that spans hundreds of miles from the beautiful shores of Harbor Springs to the elegant skyline of Detroit, Presbyterian Villages of Michigan invites you to tour and visit any one of their senior living communities. Guided by their Christian heritage, Presbyterian Villages of Michigan has been serving seniors of all faiths since 1945. Presbyterian Villages offers a variety of residential living options for seniors of all financial means. Enjoy a maintenance-free lifestyle with many senior living options and services, including apartments, condominiums, cottage homes, assistant living, memory care, support service, and skilled nursing care. Please visit Presbyterian Villages of Michigan's website at pvm.org. That's pvm.org. Or call us at 248-281-2025. That's 248-281-2025. Presbyterian Villages of Michigan, we look forward to welcoming you. Explore the possibilities for your life. Pastors, would you like to be part of a group of four pastors where you can learn from each other and from a seasoned mentor? Barnabas Ministries can help make it happen. There are many pastoral mentor groups meeting across Metro Detroit, helping pastors navigate church leadership during very challenging times. If you would like more information about pastoral mentor groups or perhaps becoming a mentor, visit BarnabasMinistriesMI.org or text 248-210-9075. Download the free Radio.com app at the Apple Store or Google Play to listen to WLQV FM 92.7 and AM 1500 Faith Talk Detroit. Anytime, anywhere, hear the very best in local and national Bible teachings and preaching from ministry leaders across the Motor City and around the country. Discover engaging faith-based programs, inspiring sermons, Christian talk, and local sports on WLQV FM 92.7 and AM 1500. Stream Faith Talk Detroit live on Radio.com today. All right, we're back, and I'm still dealing with Gary. Just going to give my uh, uh, position statement on the issue of eternal security. Now, I'm one of those who happens to, to believe that I don't like the once saved, always saved doctrine, but I do believe that if you are truly saved, that uh, uh, you're saved right now, okay, and on your way uh, to heaven. Uh, the Bible is uh, pretty clear uh, about the fact that uh, when you're saved, something happens. John chapter 5, verse 24. Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that hears my word and believes on him that sent me hath everlasting life 
and shall not come into condemnation, but is passed from death into life. Now, if that happens when you're saved, then that means that uh, you've already passed from death into life. That's my meaning. But if a person thinks you can lose your salvation, just keep it. Over in 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verse uh, 22, well, verse 21, it says, uh, first here, 2 Corinthians 1, 21, Now he which established us with you in Christ and hath anointed us is God, who hath also sealed us and given the earnest of the Spirit in our hearts. That sealing uh, was representative to them of a letter written by a king with his staff on it, sending it to somewhere else, and only the one who uh, could break that seal was the one it was sent to. So that sealing that uh, happens uh, by the Holy Spirit indicates to me that if you're saved, you're saved. And Second Corinthians 13, however, does say this. Okay? It does say this. Now, this was written to the Christian church. The assumption was that everyone there is supposed to be Christians. He's writing to a Christian church. But Paul writes this. He says in 2 Corinthians 13 and 5, examine yourselves. This is written to people in church. Examine yourselves whether you be in the faith. Prove your own selves. Uh, know you not your own selves, how that Jesus Christ is in you, except you be reprobates. Uh, and I trust that you know that we are not reprobates. Reprobates means counterfeit. It means you don't have it at all. Some people use this term and don't know what it means. It doesn't mean backslider. It means counterfeit. So there are people in churches who are going through the motions, but they're not saved, I believe. Okay? But I believe if you're truly saved, truly saved oh, you may, you may sin, but you can repent and be restored. So that's where I am on that subject. Uh, Number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Henry Moss. Uh, I think that definitely uh, eternal security is a good doctrine to hold on to, but at the same time, got to make sure, are you born again? That becomes the, the key issue. But this is something within the church that we can debate but not divide over. All right. I have been able to get along very well with those who think that you can lose your salvation. All I tell them, if you think you can lose it, goodness gracious, just keep it. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. We had a great apologetics conference. Uh, uh, definitely, we've got another one coming. Uh, and it's, uh, we're right on the, the, the heels of it. That'll be uh, in September. And so we keep listening for that. And we have a, the last one will be in October. You don't want to miss these apologetic conferences. And we'll be telling you more about it on this particular program. Also, if you enjoy this radio show, we need you to support it. Send donations to P.O. Box 05877. That's P.O. Box 05877, Detroit, Michigan, 48205. And make out those checks to Bible Boot Camp Ministries. We'd appreciate it very much. That is what supports this radio show, and we appreciate all of you who do it. Once again, P.O. Box 05877, P.O. Box 05877, Detroit, Michigan, 48205. Make out those checks to Bible Boot Camp Ministries. All right. We've got some time left. I would like to throw a question out there to the listening audience, okay, and see what you can do with it. From 
the book of Acts, from the book of Acts, and in chapter 19. Very interesting verse, very interesting verse. Where we start in Acts chapter 19 and verse 1. And it came to pass that while Apollos was at Corinth, Paul, having passed through the upper coast to Ephesus, and finding certain disciples, you guys are going to love this, said, that's not the text, that's what I'm telling you. Verse 2, he said unto them, have you received the Holy Ghost since you believed? And they said unto him, we have not so much as heard whether there be a Holy Ghost. Wait, wait a minute. Okay. They hadn't heard whether there be any such thing as a Holy Ghost. Verse 3, And he said unto them, Unto what then were you baptized? And they said, Unto John's baptism. Okay? Then said Paul, John verily baptized with the baptism of repentance, saying unto the people, that they should believe on him which should come after him. That is on Christ Jesus. Okay? When they heard this, they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. Wait a minute. Stop the train. What was John's baptism? And how was John's baptism different from the baptism of Jesus Christ? If you know, give us a call. At area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air, Bible Talk, with Pastor Emery Moss. What is the difference between John's baptism? What was his baptism for? Okay, Are we being baptized in John's baptism today, or what? what what's happening in this text? Okay? It brings a lot of different things to the table. If you have a response, give us a call. Area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. And while I've asked you this question, let me add something to it. Let me put a little bit bit more weight to it, all right? Was Jesus' and John's baptism the same? Going to take a break? We'll be right back. If you're in HR, you're probably wearing a lot of hats. Recruiter, team builder, trainer, mediator, policymaker, and of course, paper pusher. But not anymore. Bamboo HR is the number one HR software for small and medium businesses. It manages all your employee data easily and automates countless tasks so you can focus on people, not paperwork. Bamboo HR frees you from spreadsheets so you can do your real job, creating a great place to work. If the data shuffle and paperwork mountain have you ready to hang up all your hats, you're ready for Bamboo. If you handle HR records and paperwork, Bamboo HR is a dream. Let us free up your time and put your days of pushing paperwork behind you so you can focus on the people and making your company a great place to work for everyone. Try PC Magazine's top pick for HR software free today. Just go to BambooHR.com slash HR. This is a limited offer, only available to radio listeners at BambooHR.com slash HR. That's BambooHR.com slash HR. With 34 locations throughout Michigan that spans hundreds of miles from the beautiful shores of Harbor Springs to the elegant skyline of Detroit, Presbyterian Villages of Michigan invites you to tour and visit any one of their senior living communities. Guided by their Christian heritage, Presbyterian Villages of Michigan has been serving seniors of all faiths since 1945. 
Presbyterian Villages offers a variety of residential living options for seniors of all financial means. Enjoy a maintenance-free lifestyle with many senior living options and services, including apartments, condominiums, cottage homes, assistant living, memory care, support service, and skilled nursing care. Please visit Presbyterian Villages of Michigan's website at pvm.org. That's pvm.org. Or call us at 248-281-2025. That's 248-281-2025. Presbyterian Villages of Michigan, we look forward to welcoming you. Explore the possibilities for your life. Faith Talk has partnered with Westside Christian Academy, providing tuition at half off. Go to tuitionvouchers.com and get $2,000 off their first year at Westside Christian Academy in Detroit. That's half off tuition. Restrictions do apply, so review those carefully and get the Christian education you want for your kids or grandkids at tuitionvouchers.com. That's half off tuition for Westside Christian Academy at tuitionvouchers.com. Download the free Odyssey.com app at the Apple Store or Google Play to listen to WLQV FM 92.7 and AM 1500 Faith Talk Detroit. Live and on demand, hear the very best in local and national Bible teachings and preaching from ministry leaders across the Motor City and around the country. Discover engaging faith-based programs, inspiring sermons, Christian talk, and local sports on WLQV FM 92.7 and AM 1500. Stream Faith Talk Detroit live on Odyssey.com today. All right, we're back, and we've got callers on the line. Tim, how you doing, buddy? Hello. Hello, Tim. How you doing? I'm all right, sir. How are you? Good, good. What's on your mind, sir? Well, I'm going to talk a little bit about the baptism, but first I want to say this to our brother Gary, as polite as I can. I've been listening for a long You handled this very graciously, and I've been listening a long time, as you know, and Gary, if you're listening, stop trying to trap the pastor, because that's how exactly how it's coming across to us and over speaking. If you have a question, answer it. Let's have dialogue. If not, just don't even bother, because every time I hear him talk, he's always trying to throw a scripture at you, you know, to contradict what you're teaching. And it's just not right. It's very disrespectful. You know, I like the way you handled that. Anyway. So having said that, having said that, um, two things. The one that really doesn't, I went back to the beginning of the Bible. I just got done reading from Timothy or Corinthians all the way through to Revelation. Great. So now I, now I'm back to Genesis one, one, and I just read all 50 chapters of that studied that for the last couple of days. Great. What, what is so important about, the lineage, that is so boring to read. What's that now? And I know we need the where they, the, the lineage, the, the son of this and the son of that and his sons and their sons and this. I mean, it's <laughs> like chapters at, at a time. And I started reading those chapters and then I just skipped it to the next one. And I probably need to read the lineage, the lineage but What's so important about that? Here's what's so important about it, and this is something that it establishes beyond a shadow of a doubt. Uh, definitely now, 
to now you did the same thing as me, Tim. You know that kind of material is something that you read through. But then once you start reading more of the Bible, you go back to it because what this demonstrates all the genealogies, and you're starting from like uh, uh, what Genesis chapter four, uh, and as you continue on through uh, five, it lets you know yeah. that this is a historical document. This is a historical document, and it lets you know how early they were recording these things. So you would know, okay. it's just, nobody writes, and this is what, uh, in fact, C.S. Lewis pointed out, uh, proving the New Testament the same way. Well, was writing as a historian, okay, because he starts out, then who lived at the time, then giving all these exhaustive historical genealogies. Okay. Yeah. Well, so I'm going to go ahead and go back and read those. Oh, yeah. And don't worry, the Bible will refer you back to them. So, therefore, it okay. establishes the fact nobody lets you know it's not a fairy tale. Tell you the truth. Yeah. I, I just skipped over it, to, and then now I, I'm going to have to go back to it and read well, it thoroughly. Right. We'll take you back. I, I read yeah. the Bible as far as you. I went right through those genealogies. <laughs> but then. Yeah. I heard in the Bible, Enoch and all these people had to go back, you know, and, and look at them again. Okay. Um, okay. Now, is John's baptism the same as Christ? I'm going to say this quick because I'm walking into work, but I think it is because I remember when John said that um, I'm not worthy of this, and Jesus said it is right for you to do this. So that's how important his baptism was. And as we get baptized, we're supposed to be like Christ. And it represents the burial and resurrection of his death. So that's why I think it's equally important. So those who were baptized in John's baptism didn't have to get baptized again. No, they don't have to get baptized again. I thought you meant why is it important to us today? Okay, I'll tell you what. Hold that answer. You gave your answer. Let's see later if that's correct. I'm going to hold that off as a cliffhanger. Hopefully everybody is listening. John's baptism, this is baptism. What is the difference between them? Okay. Now, sometimes, just to say this, sometimes things can look similar. There can be a difference to them. So this is a very important question to to bring up. But, uh, well, John's appreciate. is the Holy Spirit, baptism of the Holy Spirit, and we're baptism to represent Christ's death and resurrection. So there is a difference. Okay, we're going to talk about what that difference is next time we're on this. So, so thank you for calling. Uh, I don't know how much time we got. Uh, uh, Margaret, Tom, how you doing, Tom? Hi, yeah. Uh, I don't know if you can hear me or not, but I'm getting an echo. Uh, Yeah, you know, Gary was talking about that, uh, you know, that scripture. You know, if he goes goes back to the beginning of that chapter, you know, I think it gives us some context where it says, you know, that uh, leaving behind some of the more uh, fundamental things and and moving on, you know, into, into the real things, I think. I think uh you know there can be some traps there that uh basically what what'll happen is you know you either end up a gangster or a preacher or something like that you know um, so 
Uh, I was calling about Nicodemus. Uh, can you hear me? Yes, I sure can. Oh, okay. Yeah, you know, uh, and John, and I, I had it up here on my screen. Now I can't find it. But uh, talking about, uh, you know, uh, you know, on the, you must be born again. And Nicodemus says, you know, kind of says, well, I don't know what you're talking about. And, uh, you know, and, and it was, you know, the, the answer was, aren't thou a master in Israel? And, and, you don't, and you don't even know these things with a question mark. You know, it seemed to me like, uh, you know, it, it kind of punctuated that his uh, religion, uh, evidently, they, did, they didn't know what he was talking about. Um, I mean, it wasn't even part of their teaching. I got the impression that Nicodemus was a, was a very learned man. And uh, so my analysis is, is that, I guess it goes back to that, you know, what, uh, you know, what Gary was talking about. I don't know if you remember, recall which, which chapter that was or which book it was where they're talking about losing, you know, if they lose their salvation, they can never get it back, something like that. Well, uh, yeah, we, that, well, that's a different subject here. With Nicodemus, he had an understanding, and uh, and Jesus took him to task for it. So we got to find out why Jesus did. But you raise a very interesting question, right? Okay, Jesus said, "Verily, verily, I say unto you, except a man be born of the water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God." Okay, and the way that Jesus answered him seemed to indicate that he should have known more than he knew. You're exactly right about that. Now, next time we are on the air, we're going to find out why that is so. Why did Jesus chastise, just mildly, Nicodemus for what he said? What was it should he have known? Evidently, there's something in the Old Testament that he could have uh, helped, helped with. Then we'll close. you got to go. God bless you. Thank all of you for listening. We'll be with you next time. Sponsored by Bible Boot Camp Ministries. The following program is sponsored by Bible Boot Camp Ministries. Download the free Radio.com app at the Apple Store or Google Play to listen to WLQV, FM 92.7, and AM 1500 Faith Talk Detroit. Anytime, anywhere, hear the very best in local and national Bible teachings and preaching from ministry leaders across the Motor City and around the country. Discover engaging faith-based programs, inspiring sermons, Christian talk, and local sports on WLQV, FM 92.7, and AM 1500. Stream Faith Talk Detroit live on Radio.com today. 